Hi guys, welcome to our new Man United podcast called Never Ignored. I'm one of your hosts, MT. Hello everyone, I'm Aline. We're two Man United fans who have lots and lots of opinions about United and football in general. And yeah, we just want to get our thoughts out into the world. Um, so today we're going to go, we're going to introduce ourselves a bit more. Uh, we're going to go for Ollie in or Ollie out, uh, transfer windows and also state of the squad. Sounds superb <laughs> to me. Um, so I'll, I'll give an intro. Hi, hi everyone. Yeah, go on. I'm, I'm Aleem, uh, Manchester United fan since 2000, which is more or less when I started paying attention to football. Um, play a lot of um, amateur five-a-side football, uh, in, in particular in goal. So you probably hear me giving my opinions on uh, Dave and Cole <laughs> quite often and any opponents, uh, goalkeepers. Um and I'm also quite interested, actually, in the the mental side of the game, uh, just because of my uh, line of study uh, aligns with my interests. So uh, often I, I like to think uh, exactly how the game's impacting a player and performance, etc. But uh, in general, yeah, I really like goalkeepers. Cool. Sounds good. Um, so, yeah, so I'm MT. I'm also a United fan. Uh, I'm going to pretend that I started supporting United before 1999 so that I can pretend I remembered the Champions League final. Yeah, MT, you, didn't, you didn't watch the 1999 <laughs> final? Come yeah, on. you know, six, six years old, that was yeah. the, the one of my first memories. Yeah, something Best like that. night of my <laughs> six-year-old life. <laughs> yeah, I think still to this day. Um, yeah, I'm not as interested in the psychology. Um, happy to criticise players when, when I see fit, especially Pereira. I don't need to explain that one too much. But we'll get into we'll get onto him in a Definitely. bit. Definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's our intro basically. Um, this is the first time we've done anything like this, so it's probably going to be a bit choppy here and there. But yeah, bear with us. You might find it interesting. Um, you can find us on all the social medias. We claimed as many as we could. So we're never ignored on uh, Facebook, yep. Instagram, um, Twitter. We're never ignored pod because someone already had never ignored. Um, oh yeah, and while we're on the topic of never ignored. United fans should know, probably most people do. There's a f- famous phrase that goes with United, hated, adored, never ignored. So that's where we've gone for our that's where we've gone for our name from. Yeah, we thought it was uh, actually a very in- appropriate name because everything that we've gone through in the last few years, obviously in the uh, early 2000s to early, early to- 2010s, we were best one of the best teams in the world and obviously now the state isn't exactly the same to say the least um, but that doesn't change the fact that we're still never ignored you'll still see us uh, on hot topics on all the major sports outlets and our movements in the windows and positions and managerials ins and outs and players is still always there which is which is a good sign because we're yeah never I mean um, our it's, it's, we're so big that um, Liverpool went 22 points clear of the Premier League and uh, the headline stories that day was uh, we're signing Bruno Fernandes so yeah <laughs> says it all <laughs> right um so yeah the first thing we we're gonna we're gonna go right for it uh ollie in or ollie out it's a big one it's definitely one of the big ones and we're going straight for it uh, empty what do you think so i like ollie i think he's done a reasonable job with what he's got um it's hard because pochettino is available i think if pochettino wasn't available it's a completely different story then i, I, um, see, I see what you mean so what does that mean? Does that mean that you, if if Pochettino was available tomorrow, would you? Then I'm Ollie out. Then you're Ollie out. Yeah. <laughs> so, what if, about 
Okay, let's say the more realistic scenario. Yeah. Ollie, Ollie is uh, out of the job in the summer and Poch comes in. Happy? Yeah, I think so. For what me, you? me personally, see, I'm a bit of a sucker for nostalgia. I, mean, yep. I understand nostalgia doesn't mean current success. Yep. Um, and one of the questions I've heard thrown around is if Ollie had never scored that goal, would he have even had the United job right now? Well, as, as, as we've said, that's one of our best memories as a as six-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so uh, at the moment, I, I do my best to try and remain Ole in. And at the same time, you won't see me campaigning for it exactly. But um, I am fond of trying to keep a manager in the job as long as possible. I'm not really massive on getting uh, so many ins and outs with the managers. But at the same time, patience is something that doesn't it's not as long as it used to be I I always see as soon as we get a new manager in whether that was Van Hall or Wenger not Wenger <laughs> Van Hall or Mourinho yeah. or uh, Solskjaer you always see that stat with Fergie how long it took him to get things kicked off yeah. and I think yeah but the game was completely different back then there wasn't there wasn't it wasn't as brutal there wasn't so many options there wasn't so many people that you could be replaced with yeah. competition wasn't so high for jobs um, I think the money as well the, the cons- yeah. consequences of not being in Europe or something was yeah. Yeah, so so managers wasn't as big of a deal back then. Exactly, um, and ma- managers had, you know, the, the clubs had patience with the managers. I'm confident that if there was some kind of Fergie region and he was a uh, <laughs> let's argue David Moyes was a Fergie region, yeah, how long did he last in the job? He didn't, he not not long at all. And so I can't imagine that if that the whole situation with Fergie was to occur again in today's times, with in today's settings, with today's media and today's constraints and pressures, I don't think he'd have lasted at all. Um, so it's it's an interesting one and for me I'd like to see Oli remain but I feel like as the season goes on like I know it's become a bit of a meme his uh, optimism that you hear in his post-match interviews where yeah. he'll make a comment like you know Man, Man City played their strongest team or we, how many teams score against Wolves etc um, and I guess it's almost as if those are the those are the kind of comments I would make if the only football I ever watched was Manchester United. So, for example, in the games we played against Wolves, yeah, Wolves have looked incredibly strong at the back, but on the occasion I've watched Wolves play other teams, they score against them. Yeah, that's true. So, if I'd only ever seen United play football in my life, then I'd probably agree with what he was saying, but in the wider <laughs> context of things, um, sometimes I, I, it makes me question exactly, exactly what the motivations are and the aspirations, and are we content with finishing fifth, sixth or you know edging it into the Champions League to go on and then yep. knocked out the next season so I'm not entirely sure um, what the purpose is but um, it, at the moment I'm I'm currently Ole in but all it takes is for us to lose a game and for the next two hours of my life I'm Ole <laughs> out so I'm quite yeah, fickle Yeah for me I mean at the start of the season I was I was trying to say we should uh, embrace being sixth um, so we we were pretty miserable at the end of last season after it looked like we were going to get fourth, yeah. but uh, we ended up finishing sixth. Mm-hmm. I was saying, if you look at our squad at the time, uh, bar Pogba and well, really at the at the time, basically bar Pogba, yeah, it was a pre- and and De Gea, it was a pretty average squad. Yeah, uh, we made some good additions and Rashford's forms improved a lot, but um, still, when you have those expe- if if you have those unrealistic expectations, you're always going to be disappointed. So I was thinking, yeah, embrace sixth place, have a good couple of cup runs. Maybe we might even challenge for the top four and you can have a reasonably fun season. So was that um, your expectation for the this season yeah, that basically. we're in at the moment? So I would have been... But the way we've gone about... So we're seventh at the moment and the way we've gone about being seventh, I feel like we are actually more like um, 
we feel, it feels more like 17th rather than 7th to be honest yeah. and if you look at there's only 10 point gap between 17th and and uh, and 7th um, and you look at the amount of games that we've so 25 games we've played 9 wins mm-hmm. so that means 16 of those games we've not won it's 16 it, when, that's yeah, like it doesn't even over a full all. you know un, under some of our in, in our pomp uh, 16 games without you know not, not winning those games that's unthinkable so it's and that's eight defeats, eight draws, and to be honest, the defeats is one thing, but the draws is actually what seems to bug me the most, the most. Because some of them, like you said, the Wolves game, yep, it's just you just think, how can you like, you know, we weren't even close to uh, close to close to winning those games. It's um, it's frustrating <laughs> because let's take the Burnley game for example. Yeah, we lose two 0 to Burnley. Yep. They go draw with Arsenal. They probably should have been Arsenal. They should yeah. have been Arsenal. Well, actually. that shows how far they've fallen as well. Was the, the media afterwards were saying yeah. they were lucky to escape yeah. with a point. Very true. But it's like teams like Burnley who are what? Okay, they're 11th in the league. Not It's, it's respectable for Burnley. They yeah. play to them. But at the same time, we shouldn't be losing 2-0 to Burnley. No. And funny enough, Not we've really. actually we've won the same amount of games as Burnley. Exactly. So The only thing separating us and Burnley at the moment is we've drawn more games than them. <laughs> And now let's look at it squad to squad. This is going to sound like a ridiculous question. Does anyone from that Burnley squad even get onto our bench? Maybe the bench. Maybe Chris Wood. Was his name Chris Wood, the striker? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, we've got a Galo at the moment, right? Uh, Wood's got a pretty decent goal scoring. Uh, Barnes as well. Yeah. They've got pretty decent goal scoring records, right? So maybe as a reserve play, reserve options, they might get on our what, bench, yeah. What do you make um, of. Um, so now I'm thinking of comparing the managers. Yeah. Arguably, Sean Dyche is just as good as manager Solskjaer if you look at CVs. Um, Solskjaer's yeah. won, what, the Norwegian League? Yeah. Got relegated with Cardiff. Um, that's it. That, yeah, that's you his. can't fault Dyche for what he's done now, Burnley, on very yeah. li- very limited budget as yeah, well. Yeah, limited um, budget. Doesn't attract... Like, his style of football is consistent to him. Yep. And, you know, it's gritty and... I don't know by the sounds of it they like to let the grass grow a bit at Turf Moor because <laughs> yeah. they prefer playing slow football which yeah. okay if that's their style no problem I'm not sure if you see uh, for any of you on Twitter you can look at Burnley's uh, cover photo after Arteta's comment yeah. about the grass it's, it's quite amusing and so arguably you know if, if we're Manchester United and we should have one of the best managers in the world that, yep. that, because we are Manchester United um, but then we've just said that Sean Dyche is almost that you know, what's the difference between Sean Dyche and Solskjaer in terms yeah. of, you know, one's a club legend um, and, well, one's Sean Dyche and he's got a diff- his own style of football, but it's effective. Yeah, I mean, other than, at this point, other than counter-attacking against the big teams, I yeah. couldn't really tell you what a yeah. Solskjaer team looks like. Um, it, like you said, when we play these teams like Wolves and stuff, yeah. even at home, yeah. I don't know what we're going out there to, yeah. <laughs> to do. Um, it's a big problem because um, this is another little theory that I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with in, in my head the, the teams that so often United are playing on TV yep. usually every other game more or less uh, whether that's a Saturday or Sunday and it's almost as if the teams are yeah, they turn they, up especially yeah, they turn for, up when they for know United the, when they yeah. know they're on the TV it's almost as if you get like Wolves and Burnley and these yeah. other teams that will they go with a bit more extra effort <laughs> or they'll it happened under Moyes especially suddenly people thought alright Fergie's not here anymore let's just go for it and people were just scoring ridiculous goals against uh, yeah. they're just trying trying things they wouldn't have tried before and it was just, it was all, all paying off You're and right. it just went, added up to a perfect storm which was um, but yeah I'm confident um, that under that I think it was the Van Hall season 
how many times did oh, goalkeepers? Oh, like every and then like yeah, goalkeepers, goalkeepers would have ridiculous. Would come and get yeah. man of the match performances yeah. at Old Trafford. And every game would oh. be so and so won their first game at Old Trafford since yep. fifteen sixty one yep. or something stupid since before football has been invented. Oh, like I'm, I'm sure Tom Heaton was. <laughs> Getting a man of the match every yep. single time he played against uh, us. Lee, Lee Grant as well. That's probably how he got his entire move to yeah. uh, to United was yeah. his performances for Stoke against, uh, yeah. against us. So, yeah. so is it, we're in a very difficult place at the moment with 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 um, Oli. And I, I admire his optimism at times. I admire that he tries to stay positive. I don't imagine that's in the attitude he takes into the changing rooms. <laughs> yeah, if he does, that's a massive concern. <laughs> yeah. If he goes in and says yeah. to the guys, oh, it's okay, not many people score his goals. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to obviously have that knowledge of what he actually says, but in the world that we're in at the moment, that's not possible. I'm we, need, we need an Amazon Amazon yeah. documentary. Yeah, Amazon, sign us up. <laughs> we're having a, we, 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 Come on, we've got, we got official toilet suppliers, official noodles. We need a... We'd make some fantastic we need, content. Yeah, we need some Prime Video in there. So... Yeah, I, I'm still unsure on what his style is and what his uh, philosophy almost is. And I know at least with like Van Hal, it was evident it was possession and yep. be as boring as possible. Um, with Mourinho, <laughs> it was defend well. Um, we can win. I games think Mourinho got a lot of uh, stick for for the defensive stuff, but uh, some, there was sometimes like you know that's well, when we were four one FC or whatever when we started there. Uh, yeah, started in the his, season. In well, his yeah. second season, yeah. he did play some good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, just. Uh, with Solskjaer, when he first came in against Cardiff and he played that diamond, yeah, and Jesse Lingard is even scoring a goal, um, I thought this I think is that was like, his last Premier League goal. Was I thought to myself, this, this, this our style because because yeah. I like it. You know, it was yeah. fast. It was you know we were charging at goal and it was it was amazing to see. And I thought this could be our style, but then in, since this season anyway, he's reverted back to four two three one. Yeah, which um, that's my to me that's my preferred formation. But the personnel that he's picking at the moment. Yeah, and obviously the limitations yeah. with the injuries and McTominay and Pogba out. So, but at the same time, injuries are something which every team has has. Yeah. For some reason, Liverpool don't. I'm not too sure what they're feeding them. <laughs> Seems to put the same starting eleven out every single game, Bob Matip. Um, but yeah, as you know, so every squad has um, um, injuries, and they're supposed to be correct. The squad. Well, I think we 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 had a conversation at the start of the season, and it was basically yeah, if the first someone in the first team like Pogba gets injured, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Where's the? All right, we got Fernandez now. Yeah, but it's late. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> there's a lot that. of games where um, you know, the, we, we needed someone at the start from from the first five, four months because Pogba's ba- Pogba. I don't even consider him has even played a game this season. Obviously, he's played a few, but it doesn't feel like yeah. he's even. He had that game. It feels where, like he's left already, basically. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> like, like, so for me, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Paul Pogba. Um, yeah. I think he's an exceptional footballer. Um, and if I'm talking about technical ability, I think he's an exceptional yeah. footballer mental side of the game I don't know um, sometimes question his dedication um, but then you'll end up seeing like I don't know an Instagram post from him where he's talking about how much he loves Manchester United yeah. so then I think okay that's good enough for me to decide that you you do have the right dedication um, I think yeah in terms of as an individual footballer he's amazing um, he's won the World Cup he did very well at Juventus he earned a move back to United um, you know he, he warranted that fee at the time I think um, but then the argument is, if he's such a great footballer, um, why is he struggling so much in that midfield? Yeah. Um, people will always be like, oh, look at Gerard. He he carried Liverpool whilst they weren't ter- terrifically anything decent. I don't know. Counter argument to that is he did have Xabi Alonso and Mascarano <laughs> yeah, in the midfield with true. him, which I couldn't, can't say we've had anything similar with alongside Pogba. And he didn't carry them to that much, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, when, FA Cup against yeah. West Ham I think pretty much since, since Pogba 
if you look at um, trophies, all right, finally won the Champions League. Pogba won the Europa League. Nowhere near the same, but he did something. Yeah. Um, you can only win the competition. Yeah, in, right? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There's 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 something there's something something to say there. But um, yeah, so and he's one of those players that every season that I I want to get his name on my shirt because I just think he's quality. But yeah. but then I'm always like, there's no point because he'll leave <laughs> in January because you never know if he's staying. Yeah. You, you can can never start off a season with Pogba and say you he'll be in the squad, he'll be in the team in January because yeah. you never know what mood he'll be in or what mind, his mindset changes. Um, but yeah, I think um, that he's a terrific footballer and when now when I watch United it feels like you're right it feels like he's moved on it doesn't yeah. feel like we have him anymore because the games that he has played for us he hasn't stood out to be honest um, I think he had a decent game when he came back for us for, yeah against Watford but yeah. it was too late by then <laughs> yeah um, yeah when he came yeah. on and you know but yeah it was too late to change things and then he ended up getting himself injured and having to get surgery but um, <laughs> I I th- for me it feels like he's already moved on it, yeah. it feels like in his head he's already agreed that move to whether it be Madrid or Barca or Juve wherever it is he wants to go um, which to be fair I think he deserves mm. uh, I, I do think he deserves to be in a team that's competing for titles within their country and Champions Leagues yeah um, well, that's fair um, so for me yeah it does feel like he's moved on and it feels like our long term midfield looks like it's going to be in, in the next season or so Fred and McTominay and Fernandez is, and, and yeah and yeah. Fernandez in that um, number nine type position no ten type position even um, it's, it's strange because when you think about it when McTominay first came into the team I think it was it towards the end of Jose's uh, tenure um, yeah he was mainly mainly Mourinho I think yeah you wouldn't think that this guy needs to be starting a week <laughs> yeah. um, he's, he's improved a lot yeah he has, he has he has yeah. and I really like the passion yeah. he brings and you know you can tell he's got that kind of knows what it feels like to come through the yeah. ranks and all that kind of stuff and he definitely deserves his place in the squad but um, it's crazy to see how the the club's attitude has changed to uh, at players in those positions where, yeah. where um, you know we're, we're relying on this these youthful talents and sometimes it looks like we need that experience um, but it's just not coming from anywhere at the moment yeah, I think Paul Pogba looks like he's probably our most experienced midfielder him and Matic it's pretty much our mo- well yeah we take Matic out he's pretty much our most experienced yeah. player at the moment And um, um, but I think he's had a torrid time with the with the spotlight he gets on him from the media um, with all the stuff that you know it's just him it looks to me like he's just being how old is he yeah. what 26 yeah I don't think that helps yeah. yeah I feel like he does get a spotlight on him like no other player has anyway and I feel like that doesn't help it anyway because mm. he's got so much on him and you know I remember when he first signed it was oh but how many goals has he scored uh, yeah. how many assists has he got and all that kind of stuff but you think he's playing in a position often in that holding midfield slash centre midfield he's, his role isn't really to score or to create it's even it's more create the pass before the assist yep. I think that's more his um his position within the squad um, but yeah it does feel like he's moved on and so what does Oli do with, yeah. in terms of uh, midfield talents we're, we've got Fred at the moment and Mat- Matic uh, McTominay's out um, we've got Pereira <laughs> yeah we'll, 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 we'll get on to Pereira in a bit I've got a lot a lot to say about him but <laughs> so we've just uh, talked about yeah. his squad then what do you think of the recent window the, even, and even the summer windows what do you think of the additions that we made yeah um Fernandez, I'm gonna be honest, I never, I never heard of him until we were linked with him in the summer. Um, looked very good on YouTube, as most most players do. So I've I've heard of Fernandez, yeah. but this is purely because I tend to I used to play a lot of FIFA, FIFA <laughs> and FIFA has their weekly team that they put out that you know players are in. So that's that's the thing is I, I play a lot of Football Manager, 
And Fernandez, he never, he never came on my radar. Fernandez had yeah. about four or five entries into that team of the week, which is high, very yeah. high for FIFA for FIFA two weeks. So at that point, I thought oh, he's definitely his, rec- his, re- his record's good. He scored a lot of goals. He's got a lot of assists. So that's what that's what we need. Um, he seemed pretty decent against Wolves as well. And yeah, uh, the fee that has been reported, and even his wages. Um, I mean, I take I take everything I read about wages with a pinch of salt. Yeah, same. but supposedly he's on seventy grand a week. Um. Which for a United player is basically minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. And one thing I really, really love about when they report um, transfer fees, etc. I love that add-ons don't yeah. ever seem to fall into what the transfer fee is. Uh, so what I think was it, what was the transfer fee? Uh, so I had forty-seven million, and what was and the then like uh, some crazy stuff like fifteen million if he wins the Ballon d'Or, or if you win the Premier and, League, and, and stuff like I get United's point. And they're like, yeah, well, if he wins the Ballon d'Or, we're happy to pay the <laughs> yeah, 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 fair enough. <laughs> happy it's to pay the negotiating money. Yeah, from so, Ed. <laughs> um, so I think that that's, that seems to be their tactic. They did it with Martial. It seems to be every player. I wouldn't be surprised if Figalo's got a Ballon d'Or clause as well in this. <laughs> <laughs> and then what do you think um, of um, our other signing? Yeah, so Figalo. I mean, he scored goals in the Premier League. That's what we need, especially while Rashford's out. He seems to he wants to play for United. Yeah, um, I've heard Mark Bosnich saying that um, he could have the same impact as Cantona. Not sure about that. Trust, <laughs> trusted source, Mark Bosnich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not sure what he's up to nowadays, but um, yeah, Cantona, Egalo. So for, for slightly me. different. For me, with Egalo, like I keep seeing these quotes. I saw a quote just before on Twitter where Egalo said he got the call at 11 p.m. in yeah, Shanghai. Yeah, he stayed up all night. And, or he, yeah. and he got, he said he, he called up a translator immediately yeah. and sent the translator down to the Shanghai um, offices and told them that you know United have come for me. I have to go. I have to yeah. go. <laughs> so it looks to me like he is very keen. Yeah, and they got that classic uh, photo of him as a kid wearing the United top. It, yeah. all, it all adds up nicely. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got no issue with that. Yeah, completely agree. Um, slight counter-argument to him being very keen to play for United. Most professionals would, I'm assuming. I don't yeah, especially if you're playing them. in China. I'd imagine, yeah. I'd imagine uh, especially I think they've got some new tax yeah. laws coming in. Exactly. I um, think uh, most professionals at that stage of their career yeah. would snap off anyone's hand to play for United. Yeah. I mean, it's the same kind of situation. as I think he's similar age when he signed Michael Owen. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have imagined Michael Owen ever coming to United, but if you get the offer at that stage, obviously we were a slightly different team then. It was Fergie, blah blah blah. Yeah, but yeah, if you get an offer from United when you're when you're in your thirties, so, not many players that would be turning that down. I'd have thought. I reckon. So with Agarlo, um I'm I'm quite I can't say keen, but uh, I'm interested to see how it goes. He could just he could be the sort of striker we need. He, from we, the, we needed someone. Yeah. When you when you look at even when Rashford was fit, when you look at our bench. Uh, obviously we've got Greenwood but arguably Greenwood should be starting at the moment um, if if we don't if we don't break a team down in the first half an hour we just had absolutely nothing on the bench to, to do anything hmm. so I'd, I'd bet you a lot of these games that we're drawing these eight draws or eight nine draws we've had in the league I'd imagine a lot of them we failed to score in the first half hour 40 minutes yep. potentially the whole first half yep. and um we probably a lot of them. We only kick, only scored after the opposition scored, <laughs> which seems to be a thing nowadays. Um, I, I think so. If we look at our transfer window, and so we got a goal in on the you know the last hour of the day of the window. Who are the options realistically? Because we needed somebody, like you said, yeah. we needed a striker. We knew that um, Rashford's injured. Um, Martial 
doesn't particularly do well in the striker position. Um, so we needed someone, and and King seemed to be like the other likely candidate. But even with him, it sounded like we were quoted a ridiculous fee, fifty million, um, for somebody. And and it's a shame because he sounded like he was incredibly keen to link. So back I, up I heard they would have taken thirty in the end. Apparently, we mm-hmm. offered twenty five. They would have taken thirty. But even thirty, considering he's injured at the moment. Yep. Um, and he has had good seasons with Bournemouth, but he's not in the best of form anyway, unless he's playing against United. <laughs> yeah, so that would have been one pro still, having yeah. can't score against us. I mean, it's still 30 million. It's still, I know it's a different market now, but it's still more than we paid for Van Persie. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, maybe, and maybe we do just need someone for the next five months. And then so, the other name was Cavani, but it, I can imagine he would have demanded quite an extortion a, a salary. Yeah, it'd be a high salary, high, if it's a loan, a high low fee. But the, um, the, the thing that I'm quite happy about United in with the Cavani for example is it looks like we've definitely made a move away from, from, from for ransom yeah and from signing these big names um, just for the sake of signing a big name yeah. and hoping that does the job um, obviously it looks like we've learnt from what happened with Sanchez and Falcao and Di Maria well Sanchez is coming back I don't know if you've heard so I next year wait. next year Alexis Sanchez I'm going to uh, yeah, around, around around where we live where I play uh, fan, where we play football sorry um, people just refer to me as Sanchez because I wore his top for so so long. Uh, I've retired the top now that he's left to. MTS <laughs> did into unfortunately uh, buy buy into the hype. Yeah, you know, as, as we all did. I hadn't bought a, sh- a Man United top with someone's name on the back since Ferdinand in maybe two thousand and nine, something like that. <clears throat> it went very badly. It, it could be worse. Um, last season, my two options were Romelu Lukaku yep. and Marouane Fellaini. Yeah, so Fellaini we lost halfway. <laughs> yep, and Lukaku at the end. So, so it could be worse. Yep. I didn't exactly go down the club legend route um, with my selections. Um, so the other one of the other reasons why I went for Sanchez was I just I feel strange about getting uh, players' names on my tops that are younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. <laughs> like uh, Pogba's Pogba's my limit. Pogba's my same age, but. Um, but yeah, there's some of the some of the other players. I don't know. I think it just seems a bit of a strange one. Yeah, it's, I've got to that stage in life now where I'm watching Brandon Williams and McTominay. Yeah, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, come on, lad, you can do this. And and then when I think about it, I'm like, this person's about five years. Yeah. Than so me. when I see Greenwood and Williams and stuff, I think I finally begin to accept that it's never going to happen for me. And my uh, <laughs> dream of being a United player is um, well and truly over now. I think. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so in terms of the summer window. We brought in Danny James, Wambisaka. Yeah, I think everyone we everyone we brought in has been good. Um, I feel like I'm missing a name from that summer list. Wambisaka, Maguire. So I, don't, I think you missed. Did you say Maguire? No. Yeah. So we got Wambisaka, Maguire, James. That was it. That was the three. Yeah. So you can clearly see there's a shift to let's try and get some um, British talent. The way United were always, you know, quite famous for having quite good British yep. players within our squad. Uh, let's go for players that aren't okay Maguire defeats the point but aren't ridiculously overpriced but um, you know we've still got to consider we're Manchester United if we want a particular player yeah there's like a 20 million tax yeah there's going to be a premium to it <laughs> yeah. the same thing with this Agarlo thing um, you know we wanted King or Cavani and any other name that was in there an agent gets a whiff of us actually wanting that specific player they're going to the add a tax onto it Agarlo I'm pretty sure his agent was aware that we just <laughs> needed somebody yeah. and we weren't going to say I, I heard I heard he took a wage cut Apparently, yeah, so what I was reading today, so he took a wage cut to join United. So, so, that's, I, so that's was, nice. I read that he was um, on 300k at Shanghai, 
Oh, uh, I didn't realise he was on that much. So it kind of makes on. sense that he's taking a wage cut then. Yeah, so he was on 300 <laughs> at Shanghai. I would hope he's taking a wage cut then if uh, from, if that's what he was on in Shang- at from, Shanghai. From what I've read, he was on 300 at Shanghai and we are paying him 100. Yeah. Which is still a very, very healthy uh, yeah. salary for someone yeah, in I his mean, age. Yeah, I mean, I would probably take it. Yeah, 100%. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, transfers overall under Solskjaer has been good. I'm not not really disappointed with anyone. Yeah, I've got to say well. one thing which has impressed me about Solskjaer has it's been his signings. Yeah. Um, I I think he's staying sticking to his guns. He's um, they've clearly got some kind of strategy where they're not going to be held ransom for yep. these uh, you know players that are big names etc. Um, so I'm quite glad that that they that they've made the signings that they had. Um, of course, you know if we were to sign Messi, I'd be happy but it's not realistic. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so I'm very happy with the signings we have made. It's a step in the right direction. Um, I'd say currently we're probably missing a winger. Um, yeah, I, was, I felt that way for a while. We need a we need a winger who's a, who's actually an, a winger. An out-and-out out winger. Yeah. Yeah. Not not someone who might be a striker, might be a winger. Who was the last winger-winger we had? I Memphis. Feel like, I feel like... Um, Memphis, probably. Memphis, or Nanny. Yeah. Uh, Young, I know he bought, was bought in as a winger, but then yeah, for me, eventually he played fullback. Yeah, I fa- um, feel like he was a fullback for so long. Same with Valencia. But yeah, Memphis was probably the last one. Uh, maybe I, I guess I hate saying this guy's name, uh, Di Maria. Yeah. But even then, he was playing more f- central midfield for Madrid. By the time we, by the time yeah. we, unfortunately, paid money for him. <laughs> but I suppose the good, the only good, the only positive out of signing Di Maria was we got that moment of uh, knocking PSG out of the. Um, Champions League last year. Genuinely, probably the season highlight. <laughs> yeah. of maybe the um, last few seasons, to yeah. be honest. So, especially after what he did in the first leg, getting to knock him out, that was that was nice. Um, yeah, that was probably the only positive thing I can say about him. And then, um, <laughs> what do you think of Dan James as a winger? Yeah, I mean, I think he's fine as a squad player. He's not. Go- he's not ever going to be like. Uh, he's not going to be like Giggs was. Yeah, I guess that's the obvious comparison with them both being Welsh. But he's not going to be Giggs. I think the um, potential, possibly maybe in a few seasons, he could be a first team player. I think as of now, he well, first of all, he wasn't signed to be a first team player. Yeah, that's quite clear. Um, second of all, yeah, I mean we don't pay under fifty million pounds for first team players. Yeah, that's, if he was a first team player, come on, definitely yeah. would have paid about ninety, um, <laughs> regardless of where they come from. Yeah. We've got a minimum, we've got standards to uphold. We can't, we've got a, exactly. we've got to field the most expensive squad of, uh, in history every yeah. single game. Otherwise, we're not. We're not Man United at the moment, <laughs> and and um, I think he still needs to work on his quality of what he wants to do with the ball when yeah. he has it. I think off the ball, you know, in terms of his his attributes, you know, he's incredibly fast. We know yeah. that. Um, but I also think that he needs to, yeah, he needs to improve his decision making on the ball because for some of of his speed, I think his general approach is let me knock it around this guy and run as fast as I can, which is great, but doesn't always work. Um, and then I think because he's at such speed a lot of the time, his crossing isn't fantastic. Um, I think the last few games in particular, he's had opportunities to nail a crossing, and it just hasn't been anything amazing or you know direct. Um, so I think that those are the things he needs to work on, and I also think. I feel like just because at the start of the season you got yellow card for diving, the referees have now decided any time he gets fouled, it's a dive. Yeah, and I think that's quite harsh as well because obviously, like we mentioned, he's very, very quick. Yeah. And he's quite skinny as well. So yeah. you know, if you get a knock at and you're running at that speed. Exactly that. You're running at that speed, yeah. you get knocked off balance. It's a foul. Um, but the referees, you know, I feel like they definitely have a some kind of hit list of players which, yeah. which they feel are yeah, more inclined he used to. to, he to he used to um, Ashley Young used to have it. Anytime yep. Young would get knocked over. Um 
I think Arsenal Arsenal had a few players as well that were just Drogba any, had it. Yeah, Drogba had it. Well, but Drogba, I think, considering you know, I think he earned it himself. He earned <laughs> that, I think. Um, but yeah, transfers overall reasonably happy. Yeah. Um, transfers so you, out not so happy. But with, with, that's with, another, which ones in particular? I, Lukaku see, mainly, but he again like it's yeah it's one of those things if he doesn't want to stay yeah you, you gotta get rid of him see i'm quite happy because yeah i agree with lukaku he's from what we're hearing he told the club february march time that he was, yeah. he was on his way out which makes summer. it crazy that they didn't replace him but it's insane but for me if a player signaled his intent to say look not interested anymore yeah. i feel like okay you need to go um because it's not great for the rest of the changing room yeah. and also what's the point in keeping someone who doesn't want to play definitely um i think with the other the other outs, so like, you know, Damian, Valencia, Young, uh, Rojo. Um, even uh, even Damian, though, he went for such a tiny fee. That's been it our seems, problem for a while. It seems like uh, if you're going to let people go for that kind of fee, you might as well just keep him. I think the last like, time... Dallow's we... only just become fit now, but otherwise we've been having to rely on Young to back... to If Wambazaka was injured or suspended or Shaw was injured or suspended. Williams is coming now, but at the first start of the season, it was just young again. Yes. But Damian would have done a better job than he, he did. When was the last time we sold someone for a substantial value? Was it Di Maria? Luka- Lukaku, Lukaku. Lukaku. But even even Lukaku, we just about made our money back. When you do all this like inflation calculations, yes. blah, 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 we've lost money on him still. Even it, Di Maria, we lost money. It, it's, like, it's crazy. No other club does that. Liverpool got 20 million for Jordan Ibe. 20 million for Solanke. Dominic Solanke. Yeah. Solanke is older than Rashford. People, people don't realise that. He is older than Rashford, but I don't know. He's scored like nowhere near... Probably, I don't know if, he, if he's even scored double figures in the Premier League. Total, f- total, not in one season, total. He was a hot talent for yeah. them. At, um... Yeah, and they, they managed to get a good fees. For, that's one thing they've done very well, actually, is sell even 140 million for Coutinho. Yeah. Well, what, where, good business. Where, where, where did that come from? Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, uh, let's not talk about Liverpool too much because uh, might get a bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with um, the, then the current state of the squad. Yeah. Um, so I think we're missing about. If you go through our first eleven, I'll say De Gea made me happy. Yep, agree. Um, so yeah, we'll go for yeah goalkeepers first. So, Hen- so De Gea made me happy. Romero, you can't complain about Romero. He's, he's been incredible for us. Yeah, number yeah. two keeper. He, he's incredible. Um, hearing he might be leaving, but if we get if Henderson's willing to be a number two, I can take we can we can deal with that. I don't think he'll be willing to be a number yeah. two. I think with all this talk about Chelsea wanting to get rid of uh, Kepa. Kepa, he would be if I was Chelsea, he'd be my number one target, yeah. not Pope. Um, but then I'm hoping that they wouldn't be worth because I'd imagine United would uh, demand quite a big fee for him. Yeah, because how much did Jordan young, Pickford? Go yeah, for? he's young, he's English. Yeah, he'd at least be more than Pickford. Um, so you got to imagine that. Chelsea, well, I'm hoping Chelsea won't be willing to pay 70 million for another keeper <laughs> um, after after the Kepa fiasco. Yeah, so um, Pickford went for 30 million. Yeah, um, which for goalkeeper goalkeepers tend to goalkeepers' value seems to have stayed back in the yeah. 2000s, <laughs> except be, for Kepa. <laughs> yeah, Kepa was the anomaly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think someone like Henderson. So I think ideally you give Henderson, you give Sheffield look like they're going to stay up. You know they're ahead of us in the league at the moment. <laughs> um, so you, I'd give him one more one more season at Sheffield. And then, um, then hopefully, then he'd be ready to replace. It's all a question a of if if he is willing to um, stay another season yeah. at Sheffield. Hopefully, because they're doing so well. I mean, they're sick. They might get a European place. Hopefully, that's enough to keep to let him stay for another year. Um, 
But yeah, I think goalkeepers is not really an issue. I'm not. I'm not too worried about goalkeepers. Um, defense. You look at right back. Wan Bissaka. Happy with that. Dallo yeah. is a backup. Happy with that. Um, yeah, Dallo's always done well. I think when he's played. Dallo's an interesting one because um, he often is subbed on and he's playing in that winger type. Position. Yeah, I think he's actually got potential to do a, do a job on the wing every now and then, especially because he's actually he's obviously he's a fullback, but he actually will stick to the wide areas. Um, it's almost like him and Wan-Bissaka yin and yang yeah. and and bissaka is incredibly good at defending yeah. and Dallo's really quite good on the ball for, for a fullback so I actually do think Wan-Bissaka gets unfair stick for his attacking because I had him in fantasy a lot when he was at Palace and he did used to get a fair amount of assists I just do think that we lack we lack the kind of uh, we lack a clinical thing like we're not very clinical in the box so yeah. so um, we don't we don't make those kind of runs we don't we don't give him the option to uh, so yeah he probably yeah, he runs out of options a lot, but it's because we're not giving him any options. For if, I remember with Wambisaka, I had him in my uh, FPL as well yeah. last year, and yeah, he did get a ton of points. Yeah. Like he he used to get bonus like every week for his obviously his tackling is the main thing, but you know, um, and it wasn't necessarily clean sheets because he was at Palace at yeah. the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what can you do? Left backs. Um. I do like Shaw, but I'm not 100% sure about him anymore. <laughs> um. <laughs> I just think uh, we discussed it a few times. He's just struggles to stay fit. Um, I, I think his time's come. I think he's yeah. had the opportunities. How many years has it been? Four, five years. It's been a while because he signed under Van Gaal's Van yeah. first year. Um, so yeah, it has been. A, yeah. When you say it like that, it's, it's for, been, for a, me, been like, a while. Okay, fair enough. He had that horrible injury. Um, you know, yeah, it was unfortunate, and he was he looked pretty decent before yeah. that injury, and I feel like he got back up to that level anyway with maybe last season. Yeah. Um, but maybe just standard of what I expect from a left back has dropped because Brandon Williams come in and yeah, I thought and to myself, he's been he's yeah. been amazing, yeah. Yeah, I thought he's you know he's got that strong attacking intent, attacking intent. He's strong defensively as well. He, yeah. You know, you can see he puts his body in the way and he's up for he's up for it with any of the wingers. He's played against Adama Traore. I feel like fifty times this season already. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we it's I think it's. Uh, FA law that we have to play Wolves once a month I think yeah we have to play Wolves once a month and Derby every single year in the cup <laughs> something something like that um, yeah Shaw is still young if we could get someone like Chilwell in I'd let him go but unless we get someone like that then I don't know who Chilwell one of those left backs that I don't really like that much really? and it's purely because uh, he's just not fast and I love yeah, having fast fullbacks I know he's good with the ball but he just it feels to me like he's a Leighton Baines region yeah. I don't know why he just reminds me so much of him and the way he looks and the way he plays as well and he's got a really good cross I think that's fair but Leighton Baines was a very good left back <laughs> so yeah, I, would, I, would, I would probably take him um, centre backs Maguire and Lindelof pretty happy with that I think Lindelof has been really good for the last I don't know, 18 months two years but Maybe there's probably better out there than him. I think he. So I, I wouldn't say get him out like right now. Yeah, I would still keep him. Um, I think he's quite. He's decent. Um, he's he can be sometimes a bit suspicious on the ball with his decision yeah. and his some of his back passes are a bit weird sometimes. And but back uh, passes, it's okay if you're Liverpool. I don't know if you saw that. You're allowed to pass back to your keeper and pick it up. It's not yeah, so, not a problem. So, that, yeah. so um, and. I think he's a decent option. Um, I think we should get him on free kicks after. Yeah, I mean that that one you sent me, that Benfica one, that's unbelievable. Yes. Like we don't score many free kicks unless Matt is playing, so we might as well give him a go. Um, <laughs> Even if he only gets one out of five of those, then. Uh, what do you think about our backups? So we've got Bailly, Jones, Twanzebi. So I like Jones. I get slated a lot for that. I do like Jones, but I think he's got the same issue as Shaw. He's just never going to be fit enough to maintain a regular 
place. So, and he's and he's had plenty of chances. So, potentially time to get rid of him. So back in I think was it. It might have been 2011 we yeah. signed him, and I remember him. He is before that, you know. It might, be, yeah, yeah, it might even be. And I remember <laughs> seeing him in. I think he used to. Fergie played him in midfield a couple. Yeah, of times. he used to in and some big was, games. Yeah, he was like this strong. Even under like, Mourinho, he did. Mourinho, he had a resurgence under Mourinho for a bit. Um, but again, I think, um, yeah, he's had his time. He's never going to reach that level. Yeah. Bear in mind, though, at the time that level was Vidic and Ferdinand. Yeah. Um. So you know that level was a, a, a very high bar. Um, and yeah, in reality, he, he didn't even, for me, get close to that bar. Chris Smalling, I think, got c- the closest I've seen Out for of a centre back. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that season he had under well, Van Hart. He's still he's coming back as well. Yeah, and <laughs> and he's having a terrific se- season in Roma. Yeah. and I don't know if it's because he's a self-proclaimed vegan or he's in Italy, um, <laughs> but he's having a incredible. He's having a good season there. You know, he's yeah. getting a lot of pun- praise from the pundits. Um, but again, it's a question of is it the league? Is it the pressure of Manchester United? Yeah. Um, is it the the strikers you're playing against week in week out? They, you know, of course, they differ. Um, he only has to play Ronaldo once a year. I think that's probably the only game he suffers. <laughs> um, so yeah, but again, uh, when he comes back, I would happily take him in uh, and keep him in the squad. It just depends on he himself. Oh, it looks how old likely. is he now? Do you, do you know how old, how old he is? I imagine he's around. He must be nearing 30. nearing thirty, right? Um, but I would take him, uh, it, and of course. Personally, if I was him, I would probably stay at Roma because it looks yeah. like he'll get further longevity out of his career, and it seems like he's very well liked by the Roma fans. Yeah, um, Bai, I think injuries are going to be an issue with him again. Bai doesn't help himself. So, so yeah. with the problem with Bai, well, is- yeah, Jones is the same. The, the way they fly into their challenges, right? They, they yeah. just they just get themselves injured. <laughs> so, so over the see, over the course of this podcast, you're yeah. going to hear me referring to what I would do in real life. I'm obviously not a professional footballer, <laughs> yeah. so you know I'm, I'm I'm clear about that, but. There's been times where I've had a knock. Yeah. If I've got a knock, I'm aware if I throw myself into my next challenge, I'm probably going to make that knock worse. Yeah. So you have to be a bit intelligent about how you're going to position yourself and you know how you're going to try and win this ball back. Yeah. Baye doesn't seem to have that peace of mind in his head. He, I've seen him at times come back from an injury and in his first game he's going in head first <laughs> with his legs up in the air to and win the ball. And so, I, that, so that was the thing about Vidic. Was Vidic could do that and he would survive because <laughs> Vidic for some reason was yeah, made of bricks he was, he was a he was a machine yeah. he, he could do that and he'd be perfectly fine but not everyone not everyone is Vidic that's but, the thing and Baye yeah. seems very fragile and it's a shame because I really like him I, I yeah. like his the character he brings and you know I like that I like that last ditchness about him and that you know that I'll, I'll do everything to try and win the ball yeah. but the unfortunate side is by doing everything he usually injures himself yeah what do you true. think of um, Twan Zabi? Uh, I've not seen enough of him to make a decision yet, but he's obviously they rate him highly. Yep. Uh, he had a good season at Villa last year on loan. So, so I've yeah, got I mean, co- I, he's definitely someone for the future. Keep him. I've got a couple of friends who sport Villa, and they say last season like he was incredible. Yeah. Him and Mings were the reason for why Villa they had played, such a yeah. good run to that second half of the season and got their promotion. Yeah. Um. So he is quite highly rated. Uh, he's still obviously a youngster. His game against Arsenal, I think he made that. He made the back pass. He made the pass to Maguire, um, which ended up with when Nabamio scored. Yeah. yeah, but you know those things they they happen. But yeah, he's there yeah. to learn. And I don't know if I'm remembering correctly. I'm pretty sure he made his um, debut against Arsenal a season or two before we sent him on loan. Not sure to be honest. I'm pretty um, sure he did, yeah. and and he had a very good game. And that was, I think, his debut for us or his first start for us anyway. Yeah. Um, so he has got good potential. Um, what do you think then about yeah, midfield? Um, so I think probably at the moment, if everyone was fit, you'd have McTominay, Pogba, Fernandez um, as a three. So would you play? Would you play Fernandez as the higher up from those? Yeah, two? so you probably ten? ask Pogba to be a little bit deeper. 
than he just because he's got the capability yeah he's got the long range passing yeah. he's he's a bit more physical it's a bit of a shame um, on Frid I feel like I'm betraying Frid by agreeing to this yeah yeah which is a strange thing because I never thought I'd say that about <laughs> six weeks ago I just think yeah I think I don't know he'd be maybe maybe he would get in ahead of McTominay at the moment I don't know um, but equally Matic has been pretty good recently as well um, yeah I th- but yeah. I think Matic, Fred and McTominay they're definitely fighting for one place I think um, um, yeah I agree I agree I McTominay think- and Fred are probably just ahead of Matic at the moment but he you know even like the Man City game we were getting absolutely smashed and he came on at half time um, and he calm things down he's, composure. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he did what he had to do and I, so I think realistically I probably don't see him at the club post-summer yeah I mean they've not offered him a new deal as yeah. far as I'm aware um, Which, I would probably give him another year yeah but um, so it sounds like it will be McTominay and Fred competing yeah. for that position but then again we're making the assumption Pogba's not there he probably also yeah. isn't going to be there so, so it looks like it will be McTominay so Fred. I do think if, if Pogba goes we do need we do need another player um, I think if we started next season McTominay and Fred as a duo with Fernandez a bit further forward, I'd probably be a bit disappointed. Yeah, I think we do need one. Kind of, I, I like Indeedy at Leicester. I think he's a, he's he's a good player. Yeah, um, very decent. Shields the back four well. So you hear these names often: Indeedy, Declan Rice. Yeah, Rice. I'm not I'm not fully convinced yet. I've seen good stuff. I've seen some poor stuff. Yeah. I think at the moment, if I had to choose between the two, Indeedy would be higher on my list than um, than Rice. Um. But you never know. Let's move to um, so the the ones the midfielders that yeah, don't necessarily so get into the first eleven. I guess there's Pereira, who we've mentioned a few times. Uh, I don't really know what his position is. I don't think he knows what his position is. I don't think Oli knows what his position is. I think Pereira thinks his position is Manchester United player. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It just seems like anytime Oli's got a gap in the starting eleven, it's like all right, Pereira, he's going in there. Someone's <sighs> someone's injured. Pereira, Degay is injured. Just throw Pereira in. <laughs> like I just. You know, um, I was messaging you there at the weekend. I got really excited because I thought Pereira wasn't playing. Yeah. And yeah. then I realised how wrong I was and he was still starting. MT <laughs> sent me a message and he said, Pereira's not in the squad. And we yeah. rejoiced. And then he said, oh, crap, he's in the <laughs> he's, first he's 11. He's starting, yeah. And like, he's had, he had a few reasonable moments last season after Oli took over. But his form this year has just been atrocious. And he's still starting. Like not even not even just getting on the bench, he is starting. Like Mata this year when he's played has been good, but Mata seems to be in and out of the team every other game. But Pereira, every game he's starting. The the thing is, so I've I've had this conversation uh, in the, in the past where with Pereira you question, um, is he a good footballer? Number one, yeah. Does he have the mentality? Now he recently came out with that interview where he said he would kill to play for Manchester United. Yeah. Now. In life, if if you're willing to kill something, to it's, <laughs> that to me says you're very you're committed. Keen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for so for me, it sounds like he's the mentality side of things. He's very keen. Yeah. You know, he wants to be there. He wants to he wants to be a Manchester United player, which is you know credit to him. So then that brings me down to the the first thing I mentioned, which is technical ability. Yeah. And to me, it just sounds like he doesn't have the technical ability. I know he scored a couple of decent free kicks for us, and he scored a good goal against Southampton last year. <laughs> I think in preseason he scored a free kick once. Um, he, had yeah, a decent... he scored a free kick against Liverpool, I think, in a preseason frame. Yeah. That's his claim to fame. And he had a decent season on loan. Uh, I can't remember what club he was at. He was at Granada or something. Gr- Gr- some Granada or something like that. And then um, he went back to, uh, to Spain at Valencia and did yeah. absolutely terrible. And so 
I just think he Premier League. He's not. He's not a Premier League yeah. player. I. I think. I, um, I agree with you on that. I can't. I can't, I can't I argue. I think on he's that. a good uh, substitute option. And I to be honest, even, even think, using I, the word "good," I feel yeah, like I'm being I, I mean, generous. If I if we were chasing a game and someone said your only option is throwing on Pereira, yeah. I think I'd leave whoever's on the I pitch. I think in terms of position, um, he's definitely not a central midfielder for nope. me. He's uh, potentially a camp but even that is not a great one yep. and I think his strongest position is right mid and that's only the only reason I say that is because I think he's got a strong, reasonable cross yeah, on it, right? I think his strongest attribute is he can cross the <laughs> yeah. ball I don't think he can cross the ball amazingly but the problem is he can't he, he can't get into the position to cross it yeah. most of the time because he can't take anyone on he can't keep hold of the ball if he's we could just, bring him on for every set piece yeah I was going to say corner but then I thought we don't score corners no. for some reason so <laughs> not corners um, but if we could bring him on for every set piece on the right hand yeah. side of the pitch um, I, I would bring him in what about Jesse Lingard um, I, I would still keep him as a squad player. He, I like he, him. he would be on the bench. That's that's all I have to say. I about like him. him. I think he's um, he's gone through a rough patch. Yeah, but I think his personal life decisions with how he portrays himself is is up to him. I yeah. do not don't really care. Um, yeah, personally, I'm I'm never I I really don't care what they do outside of football as long yeah. as as long as the results on the pitch yeah. are. Still. I think he's slowly picking up some form. I think he had a really good performance against. I think it was Astana in Europa League when we put a really young team and he was. He's good against. Tran- he was good against Tranmere as well. Yeah, but sa- sadly we don't play Astana and Tranmere. Unfortunately, every week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I liked how he kind of took that game as his opportunity to show the young youngsters yeah. you know we can do this in a, in a way where it was kind of like inspiration for them that you know you can yeah. make at United you can at the age of you know 27, 26 <laughs> still be playing here and yeah. you know be playing regularly and I liked you could tell he had that attitude that you know this is the game where I'm going to do something Cause maybe because if I don't do something in this game you know really I'm not a great footballer but yeah he really <laughs> did something um what do you think then of um we've already spoken about Daniel James what do you think about Fernandez the new man in um, midfield too early to t- to tell at the moment yeah. um he what, s- seems po- some positive signs against Wolves and uh so against Wolves he had the highest number of shots i yeah. think it was 5 um which we need because at the moment if we get five shots in a game that's like a <laughs> yeah. we we're, we're doing something right yeah. and I, and i think he unfairly uh, he had that one shot from the outside the box and I think uh, I, I remember match of the day and uh, one of the other uh, podcasts I was listening to they said oh he, he probably should have scored but I think it's in, early days it's his first game is Old Trafford you know. plus I think outside the box first time you yeah. know it, it, he's done quite well to get it on target and but then maybe yeah it's just the standard that he has yeah. you know one in one goal in every two games more or less yeah it's, it's um, a good record so, it's, yeah. it's an incredible record and you know, it's up, I think it's better than it's a very similar record to Frank Lampard, and he was as soon as he got the ball anywhere near the edge of the box. Yeah, uh, you were expecting a you know decent shot on target or, a, or some kind of goal. What yeah. do you think about Angel Gomez? He also forces that midfield. Uh, I don't think we know enough about him yet. Him and Chong, I think um, they look very good in the reserves. Chong especially. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like they're going to be our, our United players for too much longer anyway. Ch- Chong does look outstanding in the reserve games. Like when when I say like outstanding, like he looks ridiculous like it looks like he just makes football look so easy in the reserves and I know it is the reserves but the stuff he's doing there is just it's just honestly the way he moves with the ball it just reminds me of Messi no he does have that kind of foot stuck the ball stuck to his foot type of uh, vibe to him what you Um, think but yeah I don't know whether he'll make it is uh, at United at least it seems like they've given up on him already from the opportunities um, that he's had it doesn't look like I yeah. I, I think it's unlikely um, I, I would give him another contract but it doesn't look like that's going to happen so maybe from the mental side of things you know the pressure's high he's, the, the quality of opponents yeah. obviously significantly better when he's starting for the, when he's playing in the first team um, um, yeah I think he needs time 
personally, if I was him, I'd probably go out on loan, uh, rack up some first team minutes in a competitive league. Um, yeah. So it doesn't necessarily, it wouldn't have to be in England. It would be ideal if it was in England, but yeah. I doubt anyone in England would take him. Um, yeah, so I'd move out on loan and then I'd have an intention of staking a claim into our United squad because we are crying out for a winger. Yeah, despite um, the position is there. And it looks like we're not it, offering him a contract at the moment. And people I think are he's just not willing to sign it by the sounds of things. People, I think, linking him with, is it Inter and Juve? Yeah. Well, Juve are linked with anyone whose contract is expiring, right? And so. Inter are linked with anyone who's played in the Premier League. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so the, those two are not surprising. We'll see, have to see whether... Um, well, yeah, whether uh, every, anything actually comes of it. Let's move um, to that front line. Um, yeah, so we'll keep it simple. Rashford, happy. No complaints with Rashford. Yeah, Rashford, very happy with... Um, and to start the Egalo, season... best player in the world. I'm very happy that he's joined. Uh, <laughs> um, what do you think of uh, I think my mate, Tony? Yeah, yeah that's, that's just where, that's where the sadness... Is. I think he peaked in his first game. <laughs> I think MTS, so MTS hit the nail on the head for me. He described him as a luxury player. Yeah. And... I was watching him against Wolves with that comment in my mind and he kept doing all these dragbacks and, you know, all this fantastic looking stuff, but ultimately leads to nothing. Yeah, so what I mean, what I meant by luxury player was like, if he was in, let's say, Man City squad or if he was in Liverpool squad, if he was replaced Firmino, for example, he'd probably score 30 goals a season. Yep. Um, yeah, if he was in City squad playing instead of uh, Mares or someone, he'd probably get a lot of assists and probably score a lot of goals. But he's just not going to do that for a club that if, if he was in our old, even if he was in our old squads, if he if he was playing with Rooney and Tevez to do all the hard work for him, <laughs> he'd be a very good player. But I, he's, I he right. needs to do the hard work and he's not doing it. I think you're right. I think if we had a very good team and then we had him in there, then yeah, I, yep. I think we could get some goals from him. Quite a lot, quite a lot of goals out of him. Um, but yeah, I think in the current state of the team where we need these really hard working, you know, busting the gut to get yep. back and support the midfield and defence I think um, it's, it's going to be difficult so I do, I do think we need we need maybe another centre back maybe an, we definitely need another central midfielder if Pogba goes we definitely need a winger <laughs> and we need a strike we need a striker as well because I think Rashford's best best position now is wide left we need a, we need a number nine a classic um, uh, and a classic kind of striker who those options are I'm not sure um, I quite like this is going to sound a bit, out, it's a bit out there. Mitrovic at Fulham. Um, That's a, an unorthodox choice. Yeah, um, he might he might not necessarily be the first first like first your starting player, but he's different. He's physical. He's got a good finish on him, and he's good. His goal record is actually pretty good, even in the Premier League for Fulham last year. I think he scored like ten goals in seventeen games or something, which at a team that was like bottom of the league basically, has a pretty good record. Um, so he's he's he's. I think he's an option. Um, he's definitely a different type of forward, yeah. isn't he? Very physical. I and mean, strong. the 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 goal the goal I guess is that Greenwood becomes the the because he his finishing looks like he could be a he could be a goal scorer. Yep. Um. So yeah. So I don't know. Maybe another winger and give Greenwood a go. Is it too early for him? I don't know. Um. But he's definitely he's got the potential. I agree. I think um he's very his technique his shooting technique yep. uh, is outstanding. He's very two footed. Um, he seems to be able to cope with the pressure of being in the limelight. Um, he's got, uh, you know, his record's good for his age and the appearances he's made for us. Um, so yeah, it looks like he's got the correct attitude. And for for me, yeah, I could see him long term being one of our, being our main striker and or one of our main forwards. Yeah, that's certainly how it worked out on my uh, football manager season. <laughs> yeah, um, better than I could have ever expected, actually. Um, so that's good. Um, we've pretty much covered. All of the squad now, I think. Is there anyone we've missed? 
No one that I can think of. No one uh, major. That would be uh, if we haven't co- if to we the have, season. If we haven't covered you, you're not good enough for United. I know you're not probably not listening to this, but... <laughs> if you are listening to this, hello. <laughs> quite quite, quite nice for you to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are listening to this, actually, yeah, you're really good and we, we want you to carry on listening. Score a hat-trick on the weekend. <laughs> well, we've got winter break now, isn't it? So um, it's going to be a while before we see United play again. Um, yeah, let's finish off with um, upcoming fixtures. So we've got four more games in February. Chelsea away, Club Rouge away, Watford at home, Club Rouge away, uh, Club Rouge at home, sorry. Thoughts? Uh, for me, the Chelsea game, we've we beaten them already this yep. season. Um, we've been twice at Stamford Bridge, right? Under Solskjaer. Yeah. Last season and this season. So Both I, cup games. I but... wouldn't feel too uh, disconfident with that I think that um, with the way they're performing at the moment it doesn't look like they're scoring yeah, many goals so they've, uh, they've got 13 points out of the last 15 so games so it seems we have the perfect right? formula for yeah. a fantastic 0-0 <laughs> <Nil, nil. laughs> yeah. um, they're playing rubbish we're playing rubbish um, what's that what's that uh, immovable object unstoppable yeah. force yeah. but it's the exact opposite <laughs> Club Bruges uh, I can't see why we shouldn't beat them yep. over the two legs um, I don't feel like they're, they're even yeah, I don't think they have the quality to beat us. Yeah. Uh, my only worry is I can see, because we're away first, I can see something, I can just see us not scoring in the first leg and then I can see frantically, frantically scrambling for a goal in the second. In the first leg, Solskjaer plays Pereira 11 times. <laughs> <laughs> Watford at home? Watford at home. Um, I will They're playing put, well at the moment. Put Troy Deeney in my fantasy team and captain him because <laughs> he will score a penalty. He's going to get a penalty here. At some point. And then he'll score and run to the fans and give them that you want some face that he does. <laughs> Um, but yeah I think they'll probably score I, I still can't see why we shouldn't beat them are we home or away for that game uh, it's home Old Trafford so yeah I think we should win I also thought we should win against Burnley yeah. um, so, I also you know, thought we should win against Watford away yeah so um. this season in general uh, yeah for me it has to be six points from that Chelsea and Watford yeah. game Yeah, uh, I'd take four preferably take four from drawing to Chelsea and, and beating, beating Watford, Watford rather yeah. than vice versa probably but it's how you it's know what I can just see it being beating Chelsea and drawing to Watford yep but yeah, four points I'd take, six points. We, we should be going for the sixth, especially with Chelsea's current form. Yeah. And, and yeah, Bruges, home and away, we should be beating them. Agree. Well, yeah, um, that was our first attempt at a podcast. Um, we might have rambled a bit, but I think we covered a lot of good stuff. Um, you can see we are very interested in United and <laughs> how it goes. Um, if you do listen to this like I said earlier, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, never ignored on Instagram, never ignored pod on Twitter and never ignored on Facebook. Yeah, drop us a like, follow, comment. What do they always say on podcasts? Review us on iTunes. Yeah, yeah leave it. Leave us a five-star <laughs> review from this scintillating <laughs> approximate hour of Yeah, the we've coverage. actually gone on for longer than we uh, planned. I was supposed to drop a lean off about half an hour ago. Um, so we're way behind schedule. Um, but yeah, it was good fun. So uh, we will see you next time. Good stuff.